Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Um, so many of you from Kurdistan today. So special shout out to all of my viewers in Kurdistan. There's so many of you. Very exciting. Um, today we're talking about common challenges when using dating apps. Common challenges when using dating apps. We're looking at the vocabulary and the things that make online dating or dating apps really difficult. Um, so let's get straight to it. We'll start with a topic which is ghosting. Ghosting. So I don't know if any of you know what ghosting is. Ghosting is when uh, when you're talking to someone, you think you've got this great connection, maybe you even go on a date or two with them, and then you text them, hey, how are you doing? Do you want to meet me on Friday? No reply. Hey, is everything okay? No reply. Hey, what's going on? No reply. So if someone ghosts you, it means they just stop texting back. They just ignore you. They just suddenly, poof, disappear, and you never hear from them again. This is quite a modern word in English to say, oh, someone is ghosting someone else. So if this happens to you, you are what? A ghost, ghosted, or ghosting? If someone does this to you, what is going on? Are you a ghost? Are you being ghosted? Or are you ghosting? I've been ghosted before, and it is a horrible feeling if someone ghosts you. I think it's really, really not a nice thing to do. I think it's much, much better just to go, hey, I really enjoyed meeting you. I don't feel that special connection. Rather than just, you know, disappearing. If you go on three or four dates with someone and then suddenly they just disappear and never speak to you again. I don't think it's no, so nice. Let me know if you think it's a bad thing to do in the chat, but I don't think it's nice. Um, do you think ghosting is common on dating apps? Yes, very much. It depends on the app or not really. Do you think ghosting is common on dating apps. Like I say, it's happened to me. Um, and so because of that, I always try never to do it. Um, very, very good. Uh, let's see. Yes, exactly. A lot of you are saying mm, they think it happens a lot or it depends on the app. Very, very good. Um, our next challenge with dating apps, our next challenge with dating apps is bad Algorithms, bad algorithms. So I'm going to read you some English now. Let's see if you understand. Most apps rely on a combination of stated preferences. What you tell the app you want in a partner and collaborative filtering. This means an app looks for patterns in users who have said yes or no to, then tries to work out what they have in common with other users to make predictions about who's going to like whom. It's similar to how TikTok selects videos for you to view and how Amazon makes buying suggestions for you. Uh, so what could it be uh, when we're talking about a bad algorithm? Let's have a look. What's the main problem with this? The algorithm has limitations. Dating app users never tell the truth or people never like the same things. Uh, what do we say? What's the main problem with this? The algorithm has limitations. Dating apps users never tell the truth or people never like the same things. If I'm talking about a bad 
algorithm. Hello, Shakespeare from Helgoland or Heligoland in uh, the north, uh, in the middle of the North Sea, I believe. Very, very nice place, uh, Helgoland. Nice red, red island. Um, very good. Most of you have got this right. The algorithm has limitations. So machines can only work with what you give them. Some things are highly predictable, some things are not. And we just haven't found the right input to predict attraction. So the problem is that the app tries to match you with people it thinks you'll like based on what other users have said about this person or how other users have reacted. The problem is not everyone is into the same thing. Not everyone is predictable. Humans are individuals. And so a machine can't really predict who you are going to be attracted to. So our next challenge with dating, dealing with rejection. Oh, I mean, who likes rejection? Um, dealing with rejection is what? When someone rejects you, they lie to you, they hide something from you, or they say that they don't want anything with you. What is rejection? Um, let's see what you all say. Hello, Jane from Taiwan. Hello, Andres from Dubai. Um, good to see you. Good to see you all. Uh, hello, Kenya from Mexico. Hola. Uh, excellent work, everyone. So if someone rejects you, it means they say they don't want anything with you or they don't want to be with you. They're not attracted to you, maybe, or maybe they just don't see you as a compatible mix, a compatible mix. So in the real world, usually you'll be rejected by one person at a time. You'll go on a date with someone and you get rejected. Um, but on dating apps, obviously you're dealing with a lot more people. So you're getting rejected by a lot more people. And it can be a little bit like rejection, rejection, rejection. Ooh. And that's not easy. Being rejected is never easy. And having to deal with multiple rejections on the same day, it's not nice. And so for me, dating apps can be quite hard because no one wants to be rejected so many times in one go. Um, our next challenge of dating apps. Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. So one of the things that can happen if you get rejected a lot is it can affect the way that you see yourself. And the other problem with dating apps is you're always comparing yourself to other people. Look at this person's profile. Look at this person's profile. Am I good enough? Am I attractive enough? Am I cool enough? Are, is my bio clever enough? You're always comparing yourself and you get rejected a lot. And so this can affect your self-esteem. So when you have low self-esteem, what does it mean? If someone has low self-esteem, you feel confident about yourself or you don't feel good about yourself. What is low self-esteem? Um, hello, uh, we've got people, lots of people from Spanish countries now. Uh, Logroño uh, from Barcelona and from Venezuela. Very, very good. Uh, excellent job, everyone. So when you have low self-esteem, you feel, you don't feel good about yourself. If you say someone has low self-esteem, it means maybe they think I'm not attractive. Maybe they think mm, I'm not clever. I'm not fun to be around. That's low self-esteem when someone is not so confident. So apps can give you low self-esteem. If you spend too much time on them and you get rejection, you know, it might make you, you see yourself differently. And that's not a good thing. 
You know, you need to go into them with confidence. Uh, and then finally, our final challenge of dating apps. What is another challenge of dating apps? Time investment. So it might take a long time before you find what you're looking for. Um, online dating can sometimes feel like a part-time job um, and your efforts don't always pay off right away. So you'll be on your dating app and you'll, you know, spending hours and hours and hours a day for maybe one date every two weeks. It's a lot of time and effort to spend on an app that might not always pay off. It might not always pay off. So if your efforts don't pay off, what does that mean? What does that mean? If your efforts don't pay off, it means that you don't get the results you expected or it's very expensive to achieve your goals. If I say my efforts didn't pay off, I spent all of this time on a dating app and my efforts didn't pay off. What does that mean? It means you don't get the results you expected or it's very expensive to achieve your results. Um, actually, you are absolutely correct if you said you don't get the results you expected. If your efforts don't pay off, it means that you put a lot of work into something, but you didn't get anything in return. Uh, and so if you say, excellent, my Andres has written a really lovely sentence. If you invest a lot, he invested a lot of time in these apps. Um, and then if it didn't pay off, that means, you know, maybe it didn't work out to invest time in something. So my final point, and I actually think this one, I've noticed this before on dating apps, the grass is always greener mentality. This is an expression in English, the grass is always greener. So online dating gives you a lot of choices and it can make it hard to make a decision, especially if you don't know exactly what it is you're looking for. And it can be hard to choose um, one person. The grass is always greener. And then even if you start dating someone, you've got the app there and you think, mm, I kind of want to see what else is out there. So it makes it very, very difficult for a lot of people to commit. So what is the second half of the expression, the grass is always greener? If I say the grass is always greener, that means I think what I have right now maybe isn't as good as what someone else might have, for example. So what's the second half of the expression, the grass is always greener? Is it when you least expect it? On the other side of the fence or when it rains? What do we say? The grass is always greener when you least expect it. The grass is always greener on the other side of the fence or the grass is always greener when it rains. What do we say? Well done, everyone. If you said the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence, uh, absolutely correct. And I'm going to see if you can figure out why. What does it mean? This means that we always think something that we don't have is better than what we have. It means our favorite color is green, or it means keeping plants at home can be challenging. Um, very, very good, everyone. Uh, let's see if you can get the answer right. Esterina, yes, exactly. The stream today is about dating apps. Uh, we're talking about dating apps um, today. Ah, very, very good. Excellent work, everyone. Well done. So when we say the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence, it means you always think what someone else has is better than what you have or what is out there is better than what you currently have. So the idea of saying the grass is green mentality with a dating app is 
people are always thinking, oh, I wish that what, you know, fine, I met this really nice person, but maybe there's better out there. Maybe there is better out there than what I've already met up with. And it's gonna be a dangerous thing because, you know, you're dating someone and you think they're really cool and you think you've got this great connection and then you find out they're talking to other people on the dating app as well. And it can be a bit like, oh, I thought, you know, I was special and now I'm not that special. <laughs> so it's a bit of a challenge. Um, XMY, everyone, for participating in today's stream. There have been some great answers uh, and great comments in the chat. Thanks for sharing your experiences of dating. Now, at Chatterbug, we match people with each other as well, but we don't match people for romance. We match people with tutors. So if you're interested in speaking to tutors, check out this link. I've just put the uh, a link in the chat. Um, you can get a discount from me for Lessons with Tutors, uh, the live lessons product. Check it out if you want to talk to some real English speakers. Uh, practicing speaking is always the best thing. Uh, Essie said, in Persian we say, the neighbor's chicken is a swan. That is an incredible expression. I love that. We could use that in English. The neighbor's chicken is a swan. Really good. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching, everyone. It's been a lot of fun. Um, online dating can be hard, uh, but sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it pays off. Uh, thank you. Ozzy, thank you. You have a good weekend as well. I look forward to seeing you all soon. Thanks, everyone, for watching. It's been a lot of fun. I'll see you all soon.